The question with how much do I need to hire? It's not the real question that people should, they should be asking. How big do you want to grow? Mic check. I'm good. Mic check. Mic check. You can read about success all day long, but if you don't put in the work, the mindset, execution, and the hustle behind your vision, it just remains a dream. When everything goes wrong, you have to take all the responsibility. We uncover what high-level entrepreneurs, business owners do to rise up from hustling daily. So do what you feel passionate about. Take chances. The world becomes your library to help you to become better at your craft. Join me as I share with you actionable tips to help you grow your business, learn skills, and help you level up in your self-development journey. Your number one spot for business and personal growth is the Online Hustlers Podcast with your host, Esteban Andrade. Every day I'm hustling. Hey, what's going on, everyone that is listening to the Online Hustlers Podcast? Today, we have a special guest. We're going to talk about a, a, a topic that every single business owner wants to really know and how to manage, master this topic, master this skill set as they grow their business. This is a skill set that is needed to grow to multiple six figures a year and to multiple millions a year. And you continually have to use this skill every single time. Uh, and the skill set of uh, finding good talent, uh, A players, rock stars, where mediocrity is not acceptable. We only accept the most finest individuals. Actually, we've been started doing that with RemoteLatinos.com. And we have a special guest and also my partner, Omer, Amir Block or Omer. He's coming from Israel, but he is full American. Um, he is also someone that is super passionate about like getting people's jobs and finding other businesses, uh, really great people, hiring a lot of people for them. So we both share this passion and helping as many people. And that's why I have him here today. We're going to teach you a lot of really juicy stuff, but also learn about Amir and how he learned to be one of the biggest closers in the digital marketing space, all the way to owning a business that is ultimately giving so much value and ultimately giving so many jobs to other businesses and getting jobs to individuals all over the world, in Latin America, Mexico, Central America, South America, and helping American Canadian companies. So we have here Omir, um, Omir Block in the house. We have Omir Block right here. What's up, what's up? Excited to be on hey, Online hey, Hustlers. Man. How are we doing? Welcome to, welcome to the podcast, man. I've been looking for this episode for some time. I think we've been postponing it. I think we have to break it up into two uh, because we have little time. But we're going to make sure that we give some juicy stuff here as people watch this. I uh, really love to mm -hmm. for people to know you and like where you came, like maybe a, a good story. A good quick story about where you came, being a closer, obviously used also used to drive Uber just like me, very similar in that. And uh, it seems like you grew uh, personally uh, to close deals very consistently and help other agencies and digital businesses to now hire and find A players for people for other businesses that are growing every single day and that are in need of these people. So I'll, I'll love to learn more from you, man. For sure. Uh, it's kind of crazy because um, literally about four years ago, I was driving Uber. It wasn't like it was, it was like a very, very long time ago, you know, four years ago, uh, driving Uber, driving Lyft, 
uh, being a 22, 23 year old kid, not really having direction. I was in school, uh, but I knew just school wasn't for me. Um, I'm sure a lot of your audience and a lot of real estate agents can attest to that. It's actually funny. You know, it's very funny that we're speaking about this because yesterday I was in a car with my sister. Her friends took me to the gym and she's uh, she's 17 years old. So I'm a 27 year old dude with like 17 year old girls in a car. I'm like, why am I in this car? And I asked them, I'm like, I'm like, they're, they're giving me a ride to, to the gym. And I asked them like, so like, are you guys going to college? Cause they're going to senior year next year. And all of my, like, all of my kind of like got quiet for a second. It was, it was almost awkward. And um, I just remember asking them that question. They said, no, I think I'm just going to be a real estate agent and just sell houses and go and go and go do that. And I'm like, wow, I've, I, when I was 17, I don't know about you, Esteban, I didn't even, that wasn't even a thought to me to be a real estate agent, skip school and go make money. But for them, it was like a, it was like a big deal. And um, that was really where I was at the age of 22, 23 years old, driving for Uber, driving for Lyft, uh, not making much money, living under my parents' house. Um, I got everything I ever needed to grow up. I don't, uh, I'm reading a, a book right now, um, Bobby Hall, who's a famous rapper. His name is Logic. He's about his life. His mom was uh, like a, the worst human being of all time. His dad was a crackhead. And I'm like, dude, I had nothing like that. Like my parents were, yeah, we had some issues, but it was never anything crazy. But still, I still, fit, I still, at the age of 21, 22, I still ask myself, like, what do I want to do? I had no direction. I, I just didn't know where I wanted to go. If you told me five years ago, I'm going to be a recruiter, I'd have been like, that's crazy. So fast forward, um, got into digital marketing, I struggled there for a little bit, but after after I figured out how to sell and I got appointments in my face and I figured out how to send my own appointments, which I think is one of the biggest, um, it's probably the thing I'm best at is sending my own appointments. Um, I was able to grow from a broke Uber driver and to a broke salesperson all the way to making 200K in, uh, in commissions my first year uh, in sales and really haven't looked back since. And how Esteban and I got connected is because the digital marketing company that um, I was a part of that I helped scale to over $300,000 a month. Esteban actually bought the coaching from the owner of the company that I worked for, right? Esteban was also in the, in the, in the digital marketing space. I'm not sure what point you were, but you're definitely not anywhere where you are today. Climbing no, I, was up, about I, was, I was about 25 K a month and I was a hard sale yeah. to me. You, you know what? Esteban is one of the hardest sales. I've tried to sell them four different times and I'm, I'm 0 for 4. So um, a lot of you guys are probably listening to this. You're like, I was a hard sale. I promise you, Esteban's a really hard sale. Um, what's funny about that is that's how Esteban and I got connected. We got connected because we were in, uh, you know, I was selling the program and he joined the program. And what I noticed is, man, all these marketing agencies are getting all the help in the world. They're getting the systems and the SOPs and the sales processes and the scripts and everything you need in terms of scaling your business, and I truly believe, Esteban, a lot of that stuff can be used in real estate, right? In real estate investing, maybe not all of it, but I'm sure a lot of it can be used. But the one thing that was missing was people. Nothing great was ever built alone. Nothing that I look up to, no entrepreneur, no business that I buy from nothing is ever built alone. So when you realize that, you realize that you need people to scale. If you look at Esteban, where he is today, June 9th, 2022, Versus where Esteban was a year ago, not only was he not doing as much revenue, but his team was significantly smaller. And Esteban knows in order for him to go to the next level and double and triple, he needs people. And when I saw that hole, I was like, hold up a second. I've helped a lot of my friends find jobs in this space. 
about 15 kids from my high school. Um, I have great relationships with a lot of virtual assistants. Maybe there's a way for me to find a way to get them consistently and place them in these companies. And that was my thought in November, 2020. And what's funny is during 2020, I was thinking to myself, I was like, I want to be the guy that came up with something during this crazy year, like the pandemic year. Nobody's ever going to forget COVID that was in our generation. And I wanted to come out of it, not a better salesperson, not a, not with more money, but with an idea that I can take to the next level. And it was really towards the end of November where this idea came to my head. And since November, 2020 to now June 9th, 2022, we placed over 330 people worldwide uh, from 40 different, almost 40 countries, actually, we're 38 different countries. And now I have the pleasure of working with someone like Esteban um, on our venture, which is Remote Latinos, where we're focusing on helping real estate investors find uh, colors, graphic designers, video editors, and other talent specifically in Central and South America, right? We realize that it's the same time zone, they understand culture better, um, and it's some, for a lot of businesses, it's a lot easier to relate. So, here we are. That's where we are now, my friend. Guys, 300 plus people already have been set, placed into companies. People that probably did not have any idea that they could potentially find a really good work remotely from home in a U.S. company where they will pay them in a an, an higher average than they would pay in their country. And now we're making them happy, but we're also making these businesses grow and happy too because we're finding good talent, A players, rock stars. But something that you said is like one year ago, I, my team was smaller. That's 100% for sure. And one year before that, I didn't even have my first virtual assistant, my first employee, okay? Mm. I hired my first employee from family, she was my first VA caller like that. And I gave her a salary, told her like, come help me, come build this dream. I'm gonna picture you this, come, let's, call, let's come and build this dream together for real estate investors and wholesalers. And we've grown to like 15 people now, but where do we draw the line of like growing a company? Like perhaps you can fill in so many gaps or deficiencies in the company with people and more people and more people, but, but what really makes the difference and where we, where do we draw the line on how many should we have to uh, hire? Does one, can, can one make the role of, of five or four, one really good hire, one really good rock star, And how, how the hell do you even find those so that you can leverage people, but the right amount? That's a great question. And I think the ultimate answer with that, bro, is how big do you want to grow? How, how big do you want this company to grow? Because if you're looking to make seven figures, then there's, a, there's uh, other seven-figure companies that have done it with 10 to 20 people. If you're looking to go to the eight-figure mark, it could be you know, 20 to 30, 40 people. We, have, we personally know eight-figure marketing agencies. Um, one of my clients, actually, that has... 65 people, 20 in office and about 40 um, outside. It might be more. This was like five months ago when I talked to him. So it's probably more than that now. The, the question with how much do I need to hire? It's not the question that people should, they should be asking. How big do you want to grow? Like, what is your goal? Like, how much are you looking to make? What are, your mar what are, the, what are the margins you're looking to stay out? The bigger the team, the more people you have to feed, the more stress there is. There's going to be a turnover inside of your company. A lot of turnover. I mean, I worked with I worked with companies that were, you know, I was part of a 10 team person and we were great. Man, when we went to a 30 team person with another company, we had someone leaving, quitting, getting fired 
on a monthly basis. And I absolutely dread that. I hate, I hate everything about that. I don't, I don't think that's normal. And I will never attest to that. To me, that, the only other time I've ever had that in my life was working at car sales. In car sales, car dealerships, they don't give a shit. They're like, you're selling or you're out. Like, I don't care. I don't care about you as a person. You're in or you're out. And if you're out, we already have like 40 other people that will get take your job, which is, you know, in the beginning, it's competitive, but that's a side point. Um, the one thing that we do to answer your other question about, you know, the vetting and, um, and making sure these are the right people. Um, I always tell this to people when they hire is you don't want to hire someone into a position that you would never do yourself or you know nothing about, or you're completely clueless on, and you're just hiring. Because how do you know that you're not getting screwed? How do you know you're not getting bamboozled? You need to either invest your, into yourself and understand how this operates. And you don't have to know the ins and outs 100 million percent, but you need to understand what you're looking for and what that attests. To give you an example, I, knew, I know nothing about video editing, but I know that I needed a video editor. So guess what I did? I started making a lot of content. I started editing on, editing on my own. If you guys look at my older content, it looks like a six-year-old kid with like disabilities was editing my videos. I didn't know how to do that, but at least I at least tried. And then I realized I'm like, okay, this is what I want. I have an idea of what I want. I just don't know how to do it. And then I hired a video editor and he does a, a, like an incredible job compared to what I was doing, right? And to me, it just boils down to, again, to answer your two questions is how big do you want to grow? And will you, and Esteban knows this as well, will you do the tasks that you're looking to do? Or are you just lazy? Are you just like, I don't want, honestly, I don't want to do this. I'm just going to hire someone. They're going to figure it out. Those are the worst hirings that we've ever made in our, the history of my company. When I don't qualify them hard enough and they're just hiring just to hire. So, so essentially, if someone comes to us, someone comes to remote Latinos, right? And they want to hire freaking awesome virtual assistants. Do you, do you, what do we, what, what do we make sure that people that are going to work with remote Latinos or with our recruiting company have to have, or what mm. can we ultimately help them as well? So that even if they are completely clueless, now we set the frame of like, okay, this is what we need. This is how I'm going to be successful. And this is how I'm going to yes. find winners. Yes. Great question. The reason I was so excited about partnering up with you, Esteban, because all right, first off, if you guys don't know anything about Esteban, he's actually one of the best people I've ever met in person. Like great guy, great energy, just genuinely caring person. Like when you come into the room, people want to come hang out with you and talk to you. That's the first thing. So for me, I was like, that's super important because money is not everything to me. I don't, I, li I like money. It's great. But if I can't, if we're not cool and we can't be friends outside of business, this is not going to work out in the long term. So that was one thing that I really care about. The reason I'm saying this is because that was the first thing that I was looking for. Second thing I was looking for is, let me see your success with Hessel. Let me see how you guys are doing. Let me see, you know, because I, I remember when you were 30K a month and 40K and 50K. I know we got connected right around the 40, 50. And I remember vividly when you were stuck at 60 for a hot minute. I also remember when you uh, hired your current sales guy. And, you know, we're going back and forth. So I saw your journey. I was there. I was like, I was like, you know, the little, the little, the little Jew fly on the, on the fly, on the back and just watching you grow. And it was cool to see, right? So for me, those were two things that I was looking for off the bat, because to answer your question, what these guys need is a system, is a service like Hessel to hold their hand and really show them what they need A through Z. Because I am not a real estate investor. I have an Airbnb arbitrage in San Diego that someone is taking care of fully. I don't have no idea how any of it works. They're taking my money and they're making, helping me make more money of it. So for me to sit there and say, oh, this real estate investor, they need this and they need this. And they, 
I don't know. I can help you with agencies, but I don't know about real estate investors. Hessel Media does. They've worked with hundreds of them, right? They have testimonials. The very first thing any real estate investor that I have talked to so far that came from Hessel Media, the very first thing that I asked them is, how is, how is their experience with Hessel, right? I just spoke with a gentleman. His name's Henry. Worked with you guys for the last six months. Can't stop raving about you. Great results. Like, he's super happy. And I was like, dude, okay, this is, this is exactly what I need. So to answer your question, Esteban, they need a service like Hessel, preferably Hessel because we, you know, they've been doing this for a long time and I, and you guys, you guys can trust Esteban and then you'll end up trusting me more, but a system and a service that can help you with building your roadmap of what you need, right? Showing you, here's where you are today. You're, you know, let's say you're making $10,000 in commissions, 20,000. Here's your roadmap to 30, 40, 50. Here's how much ad spend we need to, to uh, spend. Here are the type of ads that we need to create for you. Here's how you sell. And then once ready for a person, right, here's what that's going to look like. So uh, I'm, I'm going to say this for the fifth time. They need a service like you. They need someone like you to be by their corner, to help them every step of the way. Every person I've talked to so far from Hessel can't stop raving about you. There was only one person that was brand new. And he's like, dude, I just paid them two days ago. And I'm like, all right, well, let's, let's get you going first and then figure out if that's going to be the good fit. But everybody else out of 10 people absolutely love working with them as we're talking about 10 people in like only two to three weeks that we've really been pushing this. So hopefully that again answers your question. Yeah. And I feel that a lot of business owners, and I know we have to go real uh, real soon here and we will have a second episode. They don't have core values defined. They don't have a mission defined. They don't have a vision of their company. They are not able to even transmit this to their employees, or maybe they don't have employees, but if they do get employees, how they're mm. going to like feel that they have a goal too, that they're mm. also working, not just there for money or because there is a job out there because there is yeah. something going on. So uh, someone like remote Latinos, someone like freaking awesome uh, virtual assistants will make sure to help with those things because a lot of business owners are clueless at, at the time of hiring, interviewing and like keeping people. And those are one of the biggest things that you have to understand that it's going to help you because the, the, the actual, the actual truth is that, is that the longer that you keep your, your employees and uh, the better they are, the more you're going to grow your business because like now you're going to like work with people that are not only like very invested in you, believe in you, they also want to grow with you and eventually they're going to be building out little systems, little processes and help you with the clients, help you with the new prospects, help you with everything. But you have to have those things in place. Know what are those core values and how you're going to define winning for them. How you're going to define that winning looks like for you in three months like this, in six months like this. Perhaps you're going to win this way in 12 months this way with me. And those are things that you have to make sure we, we have. Um, right now, I want you to uh, share this episode with everyone that feel like uh, really need this, but at the same time, keep in touch with this show because we're going to have a recruiting and interviewing and onboarding and, and just retention of employees, especially like yeah. the first step of this we are going to have a full episode about this we're going to talk about how to grow your business through people with a mirror block um, so share this away uh, let's say spotify iHeartRadio, radio apple podcast all of this stuff 
um, to share this with people. And I'd like to have you in the next episode. For sure. And before I go, I want to say one more thing. The reason I, I've been winning in the space um, when it comes to recruiting is because I don't only care about the client, the person that pays us. I actually care about the person that's getting the career because they're literally, some of these people are quitting their jobs. They're putting their family and their future into working with you. And if you don't have your stuff together and you don't have the systems and the services and the SOPs and things that we help you with, I can't, I, I don't feel good about giving someone a job or like, like I, I like, I don't even like saying the term job career. Cause I want someone to be with you for the long run. And that's something that Esteban and I are focusing on and, um, very well going to keep doing. Yeah. You cannot build, you cannot build a business by caring about yourself. You have to care about others. You have to be as selfless as possible. And those are going to be your employees, not really your clients. You got to care about your employees more. So that's, that's word, man. And I uh, hope that you enjoy your concert with Russ because you're a handsome and uh, see ya. Have a good one. See you later. Thank you. Appreciate you.